0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
0: Hour one, Dan and the Danette, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay as long as you like. Just turn the lights out when you leave. My starting lineup, Fritzy, Seaton, Marvin, Paulie, and yours truly. Tonight it's the Eagles hosting the Vikings, and the Vikings are getting six and a half. Over under is 49. So the Vikings in prime time, and it usually doesn't go well for Kirk Cousins. He's four and ten in primetime road games. So he's one of five quarterbacks with double digit road primetime losses. Eli Manning, Eli was 6 and 17 in primetime on the road. Andy Dalton was 1 in 14. Aaron Rodgers, 12 in uh, 14. Ben Roethlisberger was 9 and 11. Kirk Cousins, 0 for 3 Thursday night road games. He lost to the Giants, the Cowboys and the Rams. Out of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, this hour is brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something really awesome. Getting back from Dublin, the trip, the restaurants, and Discover is going to double the cash back that we earned over there. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Say good morning. Good morning to uh, those watching on Peacock and our streaming partners and uh, also our radio affiliates around the country, those chatting on chat row, operator Tyler standing by, take your phone calls, play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all of that is forthcoming. I was thinking about this last night, even today, about Kirk Cousins. Normally, that would be a story, a person you would root for. Be like, okay, came out of Michigan State, not, you know, wildly uh, widely heralded. Uh, you had... Uh, Him going to Washington, they uh, spent their first-round pick on RG3. He goes in the fourth round. And you're like, oh, okay, well, he'll be a nice backup. Then all of a sudden, he gets to play. And then all of a sudden, I think what turned people against him or turned people off with Kirk Cousins was when he got the first guaranteed, all-guaranteed contract. And I remember talking to a source with the NFL And he said the night before, he goes, you're going to have something to talk about tomorrow. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, Kirk Cousins is going to get all of his money guaranteed. And I just remember people saying, Kirk Cousins? Why Kirk Cousins? I, I don't know. You know, right place, right time. He's been a good businessman. And he's been a pretty good quarterback, right? If you look at the numbers, but the numbers do lie because you want to see what you need to do when you need to do it. And that's where Kirk has not come through with, you know, a quarterback who is commensurate to being one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the game. But it's weird because if, if you've heard him on the show or you saw him on the documentary on Netflix, he's, he comes across as just a normal good guy driving a minivan, playing football, showing up in a plaid shirt. You know, that's it. That's who he is. Pretty simple. But I was wondering, why is it people... He doesn't say anything that's really controversial. Right? I mean, he had one quote, you know, but how do you like me now? <laughs> or you like that? Like, okay, that's it. But other than that, why don't we root for him? Can we solve why we don't root for Kirk D. Cousins? Yes, Paul.
3: It does seem people turn towards him after the Netflix series quarterback. They're like, oh, this guy's a good guy. Yeah. And everyone thought he was a good guy. I think if you're a Vikings fan, remember they had that really good team, what was that, 2017, they almost hosted the Super Bowl, and they decided to upgrade and boot Case Keenum. And the upgrade got you two playoff appearances in five years and not any closer to the Super Bowl. So if you're a Vikings fan, you're like, yeah, we like him. He's a good guy. He's nice in town. He, he puts up great regular season stats. They won 13 games last year. But are we closer to the Super Bowl or same distance?
0: Well, you're not closer this year i mean they're they're sort of a weird team because they feel like ten and seven if all goes well, but then are you going to pay him? <laughs> are you going to
3: franchise him again for the third time in his career? He'd be franchise tagged yes, paulie and if you're a third time franchise tag, it bumps up the cost. I mean <laughs> he would make north of fifty million dollars for that one season if he franchise tagged him north of fifty million yeah. Okay, but you're like you say they're in no man's land, in Minnesota. They're competitive, and they're but they're not in play for Caleb Williams. They're not. They're never going to be that bad. But what
0: is it about Kirk Cousins? You know, fourth round draft pick. You know, he's he's the underdog, and then all of a sudden we turned against him. Yes, yeah, Eden.
4: I don't know if we turned against them. I don't. I don't know if there's people that necessarily root against I think I think
0: people goof on Kirk
4: Cousins definitely yes definitely okay but because he doesn't have he sort of is like a giveth taketh away kind of guy isn't he (laughs) wait (laughs) like dang he uh has like an awesome game and then the next game will throw like three interceptions and you're like dang what the heck with this dude
0: but would you rather have Mac Jones or Kirk Cousins
4: but see now even if you're asking that question You've already—that That is
0: probably horribly insulting to Kirk Cousins. Well, how many teams would take Kirk Cousins, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make, that he is, not everybody is going to be Patrick Mahomes. We expect everybody to be like, oh, you know, let me see what you can do. Can you throw 45 touchdowns? Not everybody can do that. You can still be good enough to play in the NFL. And Kirk Cousins is a 29 touchdowns, 13 or 14 interceptions guy. That's what he feels like. I mean, that's not bad. He feels a little bit like a retro quarterback. He would be great in the 70s. Right, like he's
4: not a modern quarterback. It's like uh, in a league full of Ferraris, he's a Studebaker or something. You know what I mean? Where you're like, (laughs) all right, yeah, he's
3: Honda Accord.
4: Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe he's a Honda Accord. uh, But like from the 80s, you know, a little bit of like a throwback kind of guy or something.
3: That, Like a Ford Pinto. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Paulie. I, I think I would take Kirk Cousins in the fall and Mac Jones in January because Mac Jones has not proven that he's that much yet, but he does seem like mm. he would be good in a clutch situation. He has been a little bit in the past. I don't know. It's just People have trouble buying into Kirk Cousins again as far as like the Vikings going further.
0: Oh, I, I would never be surprised where I go, man, Kirk Cousins didn't play well in primetime or a big game. But I, I do think he's he's a good quarterback. He's not great. He's not going to be something. It's like Dak Prescott. We keep waiting for Dak Prescott to be something that I don't think he is. Yes, Eden. Mac Jones this weekend was gifted two
4: opportunities in the last like 3 or 4 no, no. minutes of the game yeah. to beat the Eagles and they couldn't punch it in. He was I mean, he was gifted. There was it was dropped right in his lap in good field position and it's like, "All right, dude, now just take him in and win it." And he couldn't. But you would
0: take him over Ryan Tannehill, right? You take him over uh, Kenny Pickett, yeah. yeah.
3: Pickett hasn't done much,
0: yeah. But I mean, he he is a good quarterback, yeah. just not great. Would you take him over Russell Wilson Jr. the third? How dare you! How dare you! <laughs> dare you! How dare Fritzie, you, Fritzy? Would you take Kirk Cousins over Russell Wilson?
5: I would not. I'm still holding out hope that the old Russell Wilson will uh, rear his head in the
3: coming weeks. Okay. <laughs> if, if you remove last year, which is really tough to do with yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Peak Russell was great in the fourth quarter. Yes. Great in prime time. Yes.
0: He was somebody that I had on the short list of given the ball, he can be my quarterback. Uh, two minutes ago, trying to win a game we, down four.
3: I could find in my notes three or four years ago, we are discussing who would you want in the fourth quarter, Brady or Russell Wilson. That was three years ago.
0: Well, we saw it in the Super Bowl when they went toe to toe, and New England did not have an answer for Russell Wilson back then. You know, for a team that was led by their defense, they, you know, they relied on Russell Wilson to keep them in that game against New England. All right, eight seven seven three DP show uh, poll question for hour one is going to be what? Seaton O'Connor. Well, I've been sitting here workshopping
4: a Week 2 NFL must-winningest game this weekend.
0: Ooh, must-winningest.
4: Must-winningest game this weekend. Okay. We talked about this a little bit before the show.
0: All
4: right. All right. Uh, just throw out a couple of options. You guys, by all means, please help populate. Okay. Uh, is Broncos-Commanders a must-win game this weekend for the
0: Broncos? I think it's a must-play-well game for Russell Wilson. I don't know, must. Well, what do we? What are Is, our expectation levels for the Broncos?
4: Well, I think that there were expectations for the Broncos this year. New coach, mm. Russell Wilson's going to get back on track. Mm. Sean Payton's going to f- right the ship.
6: Mm. Okay.
4: Uh, how about, for me, uh, Bengals-Ravens. Bengals absolutely must win that game. I
0: agree. You can't go down 0-2. In, in your division. In your division. And it's a home game against the Ravens. Right. right. Yes, right. Paul.
3: I'll say the must-ish, must-ish win for me is Giants Cardinals the Giants the Giants were expected to be a playoff team or compete for a playoff spot this year. They got waxed. They sh- are, it's on a T to write the ship at at the Cardinals. Supposedly the worst team in football. If the Cardinals go 0 and 2 or the Giants go 0 and 2, call the season off and do whatever you're going to do. Call the season off. Cuz then they really they really stink. <laughs> they, Dallas could have been an aberration. But they got waxed if they, they somehow waxed. lose to the Cardinals who don't want to win by the way. Mm. Where their goal is to not win. Mm.
4: How about uh, must winningest uh, Chargers at Titans? Chargers need to win this weekend.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's that's a must winningest. That feels must winningest. Yeah. Uh, So Ravens Bengals definitely for the Bengals. Let's see. What about the Jets? Like the Cowboys hosting? The Cowboys hosting the Jets? I know it's not must winningest, but that's where you want to prove that you are one of the elite teams. And, and you just, you know, demolish the Giants. You come back home. Everybody's talking about how great you guys are. You're nine-point favorites. Facing good defense. That's um, be tough. Is this a must win for the Chiefs in Jacksonville? How about a must-win the Bills at home against the Raiders? Was, that was my answer.
3: I was flirting with that one, too, but the Bills seem like they could still make the playoffs if they start slow mm. because it feel like the Jets are less threatening. Right. And you just got to get past Miami. All
0: right. Is there another must winningest that It's we- not Dolphins-Patriots.
4: Dolphins don't have to win that game.
0: No. It'd be nice, but you don't have to. And it's not must-win for the Patriots. I don't think we have great expectations. They're like any win. Uh, Is there any other must-winningest? Brown Steelers? Nobody has to win that game.
4: I don't feel like there was big expectations for the Steelers this year, were there?
0: Yeah, I think they were a sneaky pick. But, okay, you get embarrassed at home, and now the Browns come in. But also, when you say must-winningest, are we talking about Heads are going to roll. Somebody's going to get fired. Uh, that means you're not going to be one of the better teams this year. I so think all those things. But but if you're the Steelers, Mike Tom was not getting fired. No. They're not replacing Kenny Pickett. People probably think you're the fourth best team in that division. If the steel, if Kenny Pickett doesn't play well
4: this year, you don't think they'll look elsewhere?
3: Um, uh, deep draft.
4: Yeah. No.
0: no. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. I don't know. Like, see, I think the reason, I think the Bengals have a lot of expectations on themselves. Oh,
0: absolutely. So, massive expectations. Absolutely. Yes. I think that's, that would probably be my must winningest game. That one, that, that's up there. Colts, Texans,
4: nobody, I mean, somebody's probably going to win that game, but nobody really needs
3: <laughs> Technically, to. Technically someone. Uh,
4: okay.
0: Packers, Falcons. Like the Packers just look great against Chicago. People loving Jordan Love. And now you go to the Falcons. Falcons, dangerous team, good offense, playing at home, little momentum there. Anybody? Anybody?
4: Any takers? Any? Hmm. No. But at Saints Panthers, the Panthers don't need to win that game. The Saints should. It'd be, it'd be very helpful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but they don't. They don't. It's not a must-win for them.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But you have the like the Vikings are going to Philadelphia. And then they come home, and then they have the Chargers come into town, I think. It, it, like, you start out 0-3? Oh, Question mark? Aye. <laughs> Aye. Vikings might have to win this weekend. Um, um,
4: tonight. That, or yeah, tonight, I mean. Tonight. Yeah, sorry Yeah, yeah throw out the records. Dang, Please. must win tonight? Must win Thursday? <laughs> <Woo>. Jeepers, <laughs> creepers. I don't know that anybody
0: was ready for that. Let's go. Uh, by the way... DraftKings anytime touchdown scorer. Think about that one. We'll have that after the break. Also, the over-under for uh, both teams tonight. I'll have that for you coming up as well. We'll get to phone calls. We'll settle on our poll question as well. Uh, Nick Wright, our good buddy, he got a tattoo. He thought the Chiefs were going to go undefeated. He got a never, never-a-doubt tattoo. He'll join us uh, coming up and try to explain that. Brian Winhorst from the Mothership on the load management possibilities coming up this season and how the uh, NBA is going to try to enforce this, that star players are playing more often uh, than they are uh, accustomed to. All right, we'll take a break. Just getting started. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock is here to help you. Now, you're probably saying, I don't need LifeLock. You may not feel that way, but it's not a question of if, but when something happens. Somebody takes advantage of all the information, personal information that gets exposed so often, and it's easy for cyber criminals to steal your identity. Plus, if you have students who are in college, uh, your children are there, and uh, somebody can take advantage of the student's newfound freedom and access personal information. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. Like loans taken out in your name, crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Now, LifeLock is quick to point out no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But they're the best at doing this. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year promo code PATRICK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com, promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
7: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, there's really Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
6: and then they're never at any of those, those. Never,
7: yeah <laughs> exactly and it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like you know Lil Durk and you're like see I knew Lil Durk was better why are you t- why are you telling the, me seen about- the whole time <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings to hear more listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts good song
8: the Johnny Carson theme right hey who wrote that
9: skip who do you think it's your buddy
8: Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
9: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the
8: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
0: Todd, you like this
5: song? I like it a lot. Figures, right? Uh,
7: Who is this? This is a band called Go West. Go West? I know the song from uh, Pretty Woman.
4: Yeah, Pretty Woman. Oh,
7: this is a big one.
0: Oh, okay. I
3: knew it was in a movie.
0: Go West. All right.
3: Can anyone name another Go West song?
0: <laughs> I couldn't name this one, so I, I, <laughs> I can't name another one.
5: The Queen of Wishful Thinking? Do they have a sequel in Thank you, Todd. We close our eyes.
0: Was there uh, other mm, hand? Of course. Okay. Yes. Back to you. Uh, what's the uh, poll question we're going to go with, Seaton? Who
5: First would you second? rather have
0: a quarterback Ooh. for your team, Dan?
4: Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson?
0: Wow. That is spicy today. That is, yeah. <laughs> that is spicy. That is. And <laughs> Fuego. <employ-go. laughs> uh, we have a, uh, oh, by the way, according to DraftKings, who has the best odds to score a touchdown tonight? Marvin, start with you. Jalen Hurts. Bloop, 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 bloop. Maybe I should have said, and now I guess this is running or passing. Is that what it would be? It says anytime touchdown score.
3: Oh, so if he throws one, he gets it before the person. He I don't it
0: to? know. I don't know what that means. Anytime touchdown score. Maybe Dylan, our uh, graphics guy, who's part of our gambling podcast would, by the way, we have another episode of Dan Patrick takes a gamble later on today. And Dylan is going to try to go for a three-peat. That would be another three-leg parlay that he'll miss all three legs of the parlay. So would he go o
4: for 3, or is he going o for 9, or is he both? Because <laughs> he would miss on all nine legs of those three bets, right? Yeah. Those three parlays he would miss on all nine legs. So he's at the same time going o for 3
0: and o for 9. Okay. Maybe. Right now he's 0 for 2, 0 for 6. But it would be one bet on these three legs, but he would also have lost all three of those legs. So you're yes. right. So right now, he is, he's gone 0 for 6, <laughs> and he has another three-team parlay that he'll unveil guaranteed to go wrong. I feel pretty good about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Messed up the graphic, but uh, that's yeah, all good. Yeah.
0: All right, so um, <laughs> I should have said anytime touchdown score... Second best odds.
5: Todd? Justin Jefferson.
0: Nope. Uh, that was my guess. Seaton had Dang, Justin right. Jefferson. Paulie? Alexander Madison. He is sixth. Mm. Fifth or sixth. Alexander Madison.
4: Alexander Madison. 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 Crossing oh,
6: no, the goal. that was Hamilton.
0: Yeah, he was in Hamilton. Uh, A.J. <laughs> Brown would be your, uh, your answer there. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, second best. Did you score. see that
5: with the original cast? Alexander? Yes, I did. Okay. Two times.
0: Yes. Um, Over-under for each team. Uh, I think Vegas is expecting a 27-20 game. 27-21, 28-21. The over-under for the Vikings is 20-and-a-half. Over-under for the Eagles is 27-and-a-half. All right. Quick quarterback quiz. Ready? That's not easy to say. Quarterback? No, it's not. Quick quarterback quiz. Quick quarterback quiz.
3: Three quarterbacks all time have at least 250 touchdown passes. And fewer than 110 interceptions thrown. That's a great ratio. More than 250 touchdown passes in their career. Fewer than 110 interceptions. Three I'm, all-time.
0: I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Russell Wilson. Correct.
3: And Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. That's correct. That's wow! No. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Three guys we're talking about. <laughs>
0: Uh, I was just told that the anytime touchdown, you have to either catch or you have to run it in. It's not a, So they're banking on Jalen Hurts running one in, or maybe catching one. The Philly special. Yes, Paul?
3: Yeah, and they did not change that rule this year so they could still push Jalen Hurts through for the uh, fourth and one. Oh, yeah. Then they kind of mastered that play. Yes, Todd.
5: What if you block a punt and fall on it in the end zone? Where does that fall in? You didn't catch it and you didn't receive it, you didn't run it in?
0: Oh, it'd be a touchdown.
5: So it could be, but it doesn't have to be something you you either caught or ran in. You can even if fell on it.
0: Okay. Yeah, but if you look at a box score, it'll say block punt, and then such and such scored the touchdown. So they they don't just say block punt touchdown. They give credit to whoever recovers that. All right. Anything else that uh, needs to be mentioned here? It's
3: a funky stat, isn't it? Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. stat wise. Yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame stats. You're just saying
0: numbers can lie. They do. They do. Because when you look at what he's done in primetime, I'm more amazed by Eli Manning was 6 and 17 in primetime games. Andy Dalton won 1 out of 15 primetime games. Aaron Rodgers, sub 500. Roethlisberger, sub 500. Kirk Cousins, 4 and 10 in primetime road games. Stat of, the day, stat, of the day, bop, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of
3: the day. Stop. yes, Paul. David Tyree should get a job at Omaha Productions. He's he is a should be lifetime lifetime yeah. all-pass. That that puts him in the Hall of Fame. You're a regular season 500 quarterback. You didn't lead the league in any categories except for interceptions in your career three times. And believe me, I love Eli Manning. He's great, but he's like, not
0: a Hall of Famer. He he's going to be Yep. He's not a Hall of Famer.
3: He did lead them and was very responsible. For he this. had
0: two incredible years. Yep, Postseason.
3: His stats Absolutely. in those two postseasons were very good. Yes.
0: If if I just looked at those stats and I didn't attach uh, two Super Bowl wins to it, he would not be a Hall of Famer. Even with one Super Bowl, I you could make an argument
7: there. Yes, Mark? In 25 years, no one's even going to know about his – Record or anything like that, you're going to know about the two Super Bowl rings. So I didn't know Joe Namath had more interceptions than touchdowns yeah. until I was an adult. All I knew was Super Bowl three and the guarantee. So in 20 years, oh, he, nope, they don't even know, yeah. nor will they care. Two rings and a jacket, that's it. And beating Tom Brady twice. He didn't beat Rich Gannon. Yeah, but Jim Plunkett won two Super Bowls. He didn't beat Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, but nobody talks about like his regular season number. They just say, "Oh yeah, Jim Plunkett. Yeah, he uh, he won two. He's I mean, not getting in the Hall of Fame."
3: But, it's fair. For, Jim Plunkett was somewhat of a bust coming out of college. He didn't work out that well. But he was eight and two in the postseasons career. Two playoff runs where he played great and two rings. Yeah.
0: It's, you know, what is expected of quarterbacks now? If you go back and look at Bob Greasy or Bart Starr's stats, you'd go, man, how did they keep their jobs? But they were part of great teams, some of the greatest teams of all time. But what was asked of you back then is different than what's asked of you now. You have to be able to put up big numbers. Everybody's throwing the football. Back then, the Dolphins had an unbelievable running attack. The Packers had an unbelievable running attack. They were game managers, true game managers. And that's all you needed to do. You were part of a great team. And you got rewarded as a result of that. I mean, even the Vikings. When the Vikings lost Super Bowls, those, those players weren't rewarded. They got to the Super Bowl, but they weren't rewarded. Because they didn't win. When you win, we look at you differently. And quarterbacks nowadays... If you can put up, you know, 300 passing touchdowns. That used to be incredible. I remember looking at that stat with Fran Tarkington. 310 touchdowns. And I go, nobody's going to throw for 310 touchdowns. Now it feels like you have to throw for 300 touchdowns. Used to be like 500 home runs. You you got to hit 500 home runs. Now it's like, okay, not a big deal. Hey, You only hit 500 home runs? Yes, Mark. It's like 50 home runs now. Yeah. We're like Matt Olson. Who's al- that? Al- although I think it, it's weird how it got more interesting and it felt like more important when you go nobody's hitting that that amount of home runs. If, you know, people are hitting a lot of home runs. It's just you know, Olson has 51. Although I I did see a stat here. Here's something for you. This is pretty mind-boggling. Um Kyle Schwarber he has struck out 192 times this year. Now I think he said 40 home runs. Might be the worst 40 home run season in baseball history. So Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies has struck out 192 times. Tony Gwynn struck out 188 times <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> right Darius. It's that
7: of the day. It's that of the day. Here comes the stat of the day, Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day.
0: The stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. So in the decade of the 90s, Tony Gwynn struck out 188 times. Kyle Schwarber has struck out 192 this season. Also, here's one for you. Tony Gwynn once went 1,500 at-bats without striking out in consecutive plate appearances. 1,500. But wait, there's more with Tony Gwynn. 69 times in his career, he had runners on second and third with two outs. He never struck out. From age 35 until 41, Tony Gwynn batted a combined three fifty. I know, we don't value batting average. I certainly like a guy who puts the ball in play. I have a better chance of getting on than if I strike out. Right? That's just logic there. But, hey, we want you, if you walk and you hit a home run. Yes, Paul.
3: Kyle Schwarber is this generation's Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn led the league in yeah. strikeouts like four or five times. He would always hit 40 home runs, hit like 219. I think Kyle Schwarber's hitting under 200 this year. Yeah.
0: Do you know which team has hit the most home runs in the history of baseball? I did not know this. The Braves are closing in. The Braves have hit 282 home runs. That's the fourth most in a season in baseball history. The single season
3: record. Paulie? I'm going to go... I'm trying to get the date. I'm going to go early 90s Oakland A's. Nope. Oh,
0: that was... Nope. How about I give you a big hint? It was set... In twenty nineteen. Come on. Yeah. This team hit three hundred and seven home runs. The uh, Yankees? Nope. Mm. Marvin. I know the answer. Okay. I'm myself.
4: Why? Right. Why start now? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. With a shift in direction. <laughs> wow. um, why why start doing that now, Marvin? Let's
3: <laughs> just pull right. back the curtain. Oh, that's yeah. not right. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> hmm. The Brewers.
0: <laughs> the Minnesota Twins. Twins, <laughs> I said. You got it! In 2019, hit 307 home runs. Can you name a Minnesota twin in 2019? Joe Maurer. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that amazing? The twins hit the most home runs in a season in baseball history. All these great lineups. The twins. Yeah, Paul?
3: It's weird because it feels like we're out of the PED steroid era. Like No one's questioning Matt Olson. No one's questioning anybody. But we're in the don't care if you strike out, launch angle. Only play for home run era. So there's gonna be a bunch of dudes hitting 40 and 50, and no one's gonna stand out.
0: Did you see that article? I think ESPN on the Biogenesis with the the whole controversy with steroids and that A Rod ratted out uh, Manny Ramirez. Shocker. And he he ratted out a few guys, and uh, he was trying to save himself. But I don't know why this came up a decade later. But I think you know. ESPN did a deep dive. What was the guy's name? Tony,
3: was it Bosch? Tony Bosch, yes. Biogenesis. Oh, uh, he was the operator. Yeah. Yes, that, like, remember like that the,
0: the mini mall. Yeah,
3: yes, yeah.
0: It's like some like strip mall that you drive by, and you are like, "That's where uh, baseball is getting bigger." Yeah, in right the, there.
3: In the documents, uh, it says that A. Rod named Manny Ramirez, Ryan Braun, and another All Star player whose name they don't have as clients of Biogenesis as well.
0: Yeah, I think he was trying to, hey, I'm going to give you these names. Can you uh, you know, not out me with this? Yeah. yeah, he's become the face of baseball there for uh, the mothership. Okay, let's see. Uh, Jim in Ohio. Hi, Jim. <laughs> What's on your mind today?
6: <laughs> Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Dan Epps. Good morning, Jim. Uh, I, I'm on a question um, regarding Mike Tomplins. I do agree with you that Steelers aren't going to fire him, but don't you think it's time they sit him down and encourage him to semi-voluntarily resign? I mean, their offense has been dismal for several years now, and really this whole Canada issue falls on Tomlin's shoulders. So I think every game – in fact, I think they're past the time of winning – that happened several years ago, and I'm a Steelers fan. I have been for 50 years
0: now. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for the phone call, Jim. I don't know. He's still a damn good coach. Um, I, I, I think he got a lot out of that team last year, and I don't think there were high expectations for them. Um, you got a good receiver. You got a, a good, potentially a good quarterback. Uh, you got a running game. You uh, got some defensive players. I, we were also wondering about this. When uh, the Chicago Bears picked up Chase Claypool, like the first thing I would say is Mike Tomlin is making Chase Claypool available. Mike Tomlin doesn't get rid of good players. Like like when you go, hmm, why does he want to get rid of this guy? If you see Chase Claypool, you'd go, man, that guy, he is going to be an all pro. He's going to be a star. And then you watch him play and you go, does he even like football?
3: That's a very good description. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know if he does. I've said this before many times. There are guys who are really good at sports. That doesn't mean they love sports. There's just guys where you go, oh, my God, Kelvin Benjamin. I remember walking on the field in Denver, opening night, and Carolina came out, and I go, that's a basket. Like the Nuggets just came onto the floor. And you see Kelvin Benjamin, and you're thinking, that guy should be Calvin Johnson. He was, you know, like you were watching him. You're going, golly. And I remember Chase Claypool at Notre Dame. And I'm thinking, he's he's that tight end, wide receiver. He He's going to be great. I just don't know if he loves football. Yeah, Mark. He's got all the physical tools. <laughs> yes, he does. Thank you. <laughs>
3: I hate that so much. I know. He's got all the physical tools. Yeah. All right, does he <laughs> like to play football? And, and if any team needs engaged wide receivers, it's the Bears.
0: I think I need some mental tools, <laughs> not necessarily physical, like mental. Right. Do you want to play? You know what, Dan? If he puts it all together, yeah, oh, yeah. you never know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Potential. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Potential. All right, uh, play of the day is up next. TireRack.com is waiting. I mean, you're going to need tires eventually, but they're waiting. They'll always be there. TireRack.com, you're going to get fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. That's just the start. They have a test track, their facility in South Bend, Indiana. They test all the tires, then they give you all the information. Also, if you get confused and you're like, I don't know what tires I should be getting, they have an easy-to-use tire decision guide. You get a personalized tire recommendation, and it's going to take about two minutes. So that's the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Just go to TireRack.com. They sell only the best. They got Bridgestone Tires, the full lineup. They ship fast and free. They have over 10,000 recommended installers. Also, mobile tire installation. Ask about that. It's available in a lot of areas. That means a technician will bring the tires to you at your home or office and install them on site. TireRack.com slash Dan. See the entire lineup of Bridgestone Tires. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be.
1: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote
9: that skip who do you think it's your buddy hi everyone I'm Paul Anka.
8: And I'm Skip Bronson.
9: everybody, including sitting presidents.
8: So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is and even sing a song or two.
9: This is our podcast and we're going to do it our
8: way. Listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions.
7: Oh, my God. The,
1: play, the play's play of the day.
7: Runner left side, got it! We're play it and play it. This is
0: the play of the day.
5: Check this out.
0: 1-2, drill to deep left center field, rising back towards the seats, and that is buried deep into the seats. In fact, that's onto that concourse above the seats. It's a two-run homer for Riley, and it's 2-0 Braves. That's courtesy of the Braves radio network. Austin Riley homered for the Braves as they win the National League East. 282 home runs so far. Play of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini trading cards. You can start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net. Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Good morning, DP. Hey, Tom.
6: Yeah, I've got a pie-to-the-face bet. Russell Wilson pie-to-the-face bet. But I wanted to share a little fun fact that I was doing a deep dive on week one comparisons this year and last year. Okay. Um, The the Broncos played the Seahawks last year, first game of the season, week one. Seahawks won 17-16. This year, Broncos played the Raiders. Raiders won seventeen
7: 16
6: Don't know if it means anything, but kind of a fun fact there.
0: All right, thank you, Tom. What's your uh, pie-to-the-face bet?
6: My pie-to-the-face bet is going to be with anyone in the room that Russell Wilson will be benched. Now, that means maybe taken out maybe in the third quarter, they're behind or whatever like that. I think Sean Payton's going to take an opportunity to bench Russell Wilson one uh, one game this year.
0: Oh, this this year. Well, what if he gets hurt? Now, is that like just performance benching is what you're talking about, Tom?
6: uh, You can be the mediator on that, Dan. I was was thinking, yeah, I was thinking just for performance. All right. Performance-based
0: benching for Russell Wilson, Jr., the third. Anybody want a piece of Tom? Pie to the face.
3: Anybody? Anybody? Polling? I'm not taking it. Could, could It could be one of those blowouts where they protect him and they put in Jarrett Stedham, whoever the backup is.
0: Yeah, but that wouldn't be performance related. Yeah. No. It might be. A, I wouldn't allow that one to happen. Okay. Yeah. If he's just, you know, six for 22 with two interceptions, then that's performance based.
5: Todd? I can see that happening. If he's saying before the season, you know, stop kissing babies and they took away his special locker room or whatever special setup he had, you know, it's definitely within reason that mm. he would have Russell sit if he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. All
0: right, Seaton. No,
4: I don't see that happening. Um, but the, the Russell Wilson disrespect right now is just off the charts. Who would you rather have a quarterback Ooh. for your team, Kirk Cousins or Russell
0: Wilson? Do you want to take a guess? I hope people are saying Russell Wilson, that they would take Some people are. (laughs) But not a majority? Uh, No, it's about a 81-19 split,
4: Kirk Cousins. Oh. Now, is that a statement on Russell Wilson struggling or Kirk Cousins playing well?
3: Or likability. Or
0: likability. I don't know if people realize what Kirk Cousins did opening week. Like, I don't know if you say this is recency bias, that, that would just be based on what Russell did last season. I mean, Russ looked pretty good the first week. Yeah, Todd?
5: I think if Russell Wilson didn't tell everyone how he was working out on the plane while everyone else was sleeping and didn't do the subway commercials, I think it would be more like 60-40 cousins.
0: Wait, you, you don't think that the fans, they like Russell Wilson the person? I mean, he hasn't played. He didn't play well at all last year. Is that what this is? This isn't performance
5: based. This is likability. I, it's I, 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 I people think some like, of that is factored in. Yeah.
0: People like Kirk Cousins more than they like Russell Wilson. I think people started to like Kirk Cousins when they got to know him. I I think there was. That's why I said when I started the show, I don't know why he's not liked. Is it because he did that quarterback thing? Yes. And you got to watch him. Yeah. Like,
4: oh look, man, this dude's putting in work. He's just not. He might not be great. You know, because he's putting in a lot of
0: work, and this is like the best you're going to get out of him. We should root for somebody like him.
4: But what Russell Wilson's doing the same thing,
0: isn't we, he? But we we have rooted for Russell Wilson. We've never rooted for Kirk D Cousins. I don't know. Let, I don't know about let, that. Russ went to he won a Super Bowl, lost a Super Bowl. Uh, he married Ciara. He we he's done well. Not in that order either, by the way.
4: You know, have it I bet? I feel like years ago, though, there was of a good stretch of time that we did these types of poll questions with Kirk cousins. And it was like, no, I'm telling you, you want Kirk cousins (laughs) over Cam Newton or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, who would you pay more? All right. He had a real underdog quality to him for a long time. Yes. And now you just might.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, this was the narrative as they like to say, well, he's winning because of the defense. And then when the defense kind of fell apart. Then we we're like, all right, let's see if Russ can cook. And then I think that's when things started to change a little bit there. And then there were stories that came out and then people, I think kind of soured on him a little bit. Like he kind of goofy. Like he's not normal. You know, He's always got a tuxedo in his uh, back seat of his car. <laughs> like, but, he, but he would go to, he would go to hospitals. He would do all these great things. But it felt like he wasn't endearing himself to people. It starts to come with an eye roll yes. sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, of course you
7: saved that uh, puppy,
0: too. Man, yes. Of course you did. Yeah, uh, yeah. he was working out on the trip uh, to London while his teammates were sleeping. Yes, Marv.
7: Yeah, say your prayers, eat your vitamins type guy. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, would you stop already?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird because I, I know that I do it. I know I'm definitely an eye roller for things. But it's like, man, the dude's just trying to be a good person. Maybe he's just trying too hard to be a good yes, person. Is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. it try hard? Yes.
7: Save the puppy. <laughs> save the of course, in, yeah. in the, on your Wait. way
5: to
0: practice that day, you saved the puppy. Yeah. He threw himself in front of a, a you know a moving van and saved the puppy.
5: Very
3: brave.
0: Thank you.
4: <laughs> save the puppy.
0: Save the. Puppy. Come on, Russell. Oh,
4: save the puppy. Yeah. Come on, kid. Yes, Paul.
3: I have quarterback ratings after week one. The number. The who's leading the NFL right now in quarterback ratings? Jordan Love, second is Desmond Ritter, third is Brock Purdy. Want to know the bottom four? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. <laughs> it's week one. Yeah.
4: There was a thing I saw too that people were like, uh, "Week one, these four quarterback salaries add up to yeah. you know one point five billion dollars, and they
0: combined for one touchdown." Yeah, yeah I saw that. And it's a long season. Yeah, it is. It it's is. a long season. I mean, it's basically still the preseason, anyway. Yeah. Well, the first month. Yeah. According to Coach Belichick, should we do the uh, the the game? And what was the phrase we had? the uh, The winningest or most winningest, most winningest, game, winningest game this weekend? And the matchup? mustiest
5: must win. Right?
3: The, yeah. Yeah. The mustiest must win.
4: Musty. <laughs> it's a little smells a little funny. Yeah. but You gotta win yeah.
3: it. Yeah. Like
0: must must-winningest game this weekend. Uh,
4: Jaguars.
0: Maybe we'll uh, change that up for hour two. Our good buddy Nick Wright is set to join us coming up next hour. More phone calls as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. A lot of great items if you go to danpatrick.com. A lot of great t-shirts for sale. We'll let you know when the uh, next batch of moonshine drops. Hour two on the way. One more item, we close out Hour 1 every week. We talk about our friends at Panini America, and why not? These are the official products of the NFL, UFC, NBA, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. One-of-a-kind digital cards. These are the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Collectors can share your cards in the public gallery. Also, you can complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards. Also, keep an eye out on the newly released NFL and NBA Prism Packs. And also keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform. New features coming next month, the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one of one NFTs from every pack. Get started. Visit nft.paniniamerica.net. That's nft.paniniamerica.net. These are the official trading cards and NFTs of The Dan Patrick Show.
4: Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tannerito's. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.
1: Lucky Land Casino, asking people,
3: what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! Uh-huh, in my dentist's office.